We all know how it feels to juggle numerous roles as moms, from caretakers to professionals, multitaskers, mom taxis, chefs, cleaners, chaos coordinators, household managers, homework finders, boo-boo kissers, and calendar keepers. In this fast-paced world, chock full of societal and familial conditioning, as well as external and internal expectations, it's really easy to overlook our own needs and well-being because we just don't have time. The truth is you have time for everything that is a priority to you. But as moms, we're often caught up in a cycle of constantly saying yes to everyone and everything and spreading ourselves really thin in the process. In this episode, I continue the conversation around boundaries, shifting into one of the most important boundaries busy moms need to create more peaceful, connected, and harmonious homes. That's boundaries around our time. I'll be sharing three reasons moms struggle with not having enough time, five ways you can align how you spend your time with your values and your priorities, and I'll also be revealing how creating and honoring healthy boundaries helps us reclaim our time for the activities that nourish our souls and ensure that we have time for everything that is a priority for us. Let's get started. You know motherhood should be sweeter than this. You are done being stressed out, overwhelmed, and barely keeping your head above water. You've tried to be everything to everyone, and you completely lost yourself in the process. The house is a mess, the kids don't listen, and you can hardly remember the last time you had a date night and really connected with your man. And sleep? What's that? In the middle of the distraction, the noise, the laundry, and the dishes, you started to think that you had to choose between having a successful career or staying home with your kids. But the truth is, you can have it all. The successful career, fun, connected relationships, and a home that feels like a refuge. I'm Kim Macklin, mamahood mentor and certified professional life coach, military spouse of 22 years, classroom teacher turned homeschooling mama to three amazing kiddos, and the host of this podcast, where you will be equipped and empowered to create your own joyful mamahood as you navigate working from home and raising incredible humans. It's time to trade chaos for calm and begin to truly love being a mom, no matter what season of motherhood you are in, so you can yell less, laugh more, and finally rock your career and your motherhood without sacrificing your marriage. Grab your favorite drink or your latest load of laundry, and let's dive deep into positive parenting, time management, marriage, and family. They say raising kids takes a village, mama. Welcome to the hood. Welcome back to the Joyful Mamahood Positive Parenting, Time Management, Marriage, and Family Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Macklin, and I am so happy to be here with you, continuing our series on healthy boundaries. Today, we are diving into one of the many topics that I am super passionate about, and that is boundaries around our time. One of the things I hear most from moms is that they just don't have time to do all of the things. They want to take care of themselves, but they're constantly putting themselves on the back burner because there's just so much else that needs to be done. The complaints of I don't have time 
echo through every aspect of my clients' lives before they come to work with me. And I would venture to say that you also struggle with this exact same thing. What I uncover chatting with each mom that I work with or that I hop on a call with is that they don't have good boundaries around their time, which really means that they're spending their time doing things that really aren't aligned with what they value or what their priorities are, with what's important to them. And as a result, they're worn out, they're spread thin, things aren't getting done, there's no time to clean the house, they can't be present with their partners, they can't be present and have one-on-one time with their kids every day, which creates behavior problems and what you may refer to as attention-seeking behavior, which is really just them seeking connection in any way that they can get it. And once we figure this piece out, it's like everything else kind of falls into place And then they're able to start applying the tips and the tools and the techniques about parenting and communication and marriage and self-care and to be able to really find that vibrancy and that fire within themselves and have time for the things that really matter to them. When you don't have good boundaries around your time, you are saying yes to things that you really want to be saying no to. And you're saying yes out of obligation or expectation. And then you are overcommitted. Your calendar is so squeezed tight and there's really no room for white space or quiet. There's no room for spontaneity where you just like pick up and do whatever you want. You fall behind on all of your tasks. You feel like there's no way that you can balance your work life, your home life, your housekeeping, your business, all of the things that you juggle on a daily basis. And when you are engaged in doing tasks or trying to do things that you want to do, like spend time with your kids, spend time with your partner, take care of yourself, you are just preoccupied with all of the things that need to be done because you're constantly running around putting out fires and you don't have time to tend to all of the things on your to-do list. So that mental load that we manage as moms, it keeps us from being fully present and it keeps us thinking about all the things that need to be done and that growing to-do list. But when you have healthy boundaries around your time, then you go from having this mile-long to-do list to knowing exactly when you're going to get your tasks done. And so it ends up being that you're able to be more present in the things that you are doing where each task has a time or a rhythm or a routine of when things are going to get done. If this is something that you struggle with, I invite you to follow the link in the show notes to grab my Take Back Your Time workshop. In this workshop, you will learn how to create time for everything that's important to you. You'll learn to be able to identify what your needs are as a unique 
person and mom and be able to make sure every single one of those needs are getting met and that you have time for everything that's a priority to you. There are many reasons that moms struggle with not having enough time. And I'm going to share three of what I think are the biggest reasons. And you can come over to the Joyful Mamahood community and tell me if these resonate with you and if you think that they apply to you or other moms that you see in your circles. Reason number one, which we already kind of alluded to, is saying yes when you want to say no. So what does this look like? It can look like a lot of different things. In ways that steal our time, it can look like picking up the phone when chatty Aunt Betty calls to shoot the breeze and to connect while you should be doing other things that are on your list or that you know that you need to do. They are a priority for you and you think, oh, I'll just pick up the phone real quick and then you find that you can never find a good stopping spot to get off of the phone, or you try to get off of the phone and she's just not reading your hints. It could look like volunteering for something that you're asked to do, but that you really don't have a heart for, or you don't feel called to serve in that capacity. And so when you say yes to taking on a volunteer project or even a paid project at work and your heart's not really in it and you don't really want to be doing it, but you say yes, you're taking up your valuable time that could otherwise be used for the things that you need to do or the things that you really want to do. But instead, because you're afraid of disappointing someone, because you are afraid of letting someone down or what will they think of you, you're afraid of judgment, you say yes when you really, really want to say no. And the truth of the matter here is, is that honestly, you are going to disappoint someone regardless of whether you accept this position, this job, this task, whatever it is, or you turn it down. You're either going to be disappointing the person who's asking you, or you're going to be disappointing yourself, your family, whoever is not getting that piece of you that you are giving away with a yes that's not your best yes. It can also look like what you're saying yes to spending your time on. So if you want to get a good night's sleep, but you say yes to, you know, staying up and binge watching something on Netflix because you just need that me time and you haven't had any time to yourself and you need to decompress or just check out for a little while, you end up robbing yourself of that sleep and you set yourself up for failure the next day because you're not taking the time to prioritize getting in bed at a reasonable time and honoring your need for sleep and honoring the boundary that allows that to happen. It can also look like picking up your phone and avoiding the task at hand or distracting yourself from something that's unpleasurable because you just don't have capacity for it or you just don't want to do it and you're exhausted and you're like, I'll just check out. I'll just watch a reel or two. It'll be fine. Like five minutes. And the next thing you know, you've spent 30 minutes on your phone scrolling or watching videos or doing things that aren't a priority for you 
where if you were to have been intentional with that time, you could have taken 15, 20 minutes or even five minutes to care for yourself and to meet a need that has you avoiding or distracting or running to something that is helping you to check out. Saying yes when you want to say no could look like eating macaroni and cheese and goldfish for lunch instead of having a meal that is a balanced combination of healthy fats, lean protein, and complex carbs. Saying yes to those foods end up resulting in a low blood sugar sugar crash that increases your cortisol and signifies a stress response in your body and also robs you of your energy, which then in turn has you not being productive and not wanting to do the things that you need to do. Or even honestly that you want to do. Sometimes there are things that we want to do and we just don't have the energy because we're so spread thin. Another reason moms struggle with not having enough time to do everything is that they're trying to do all of the things. So they are trying to fill every role. They are trying to wear every hat. They're doing all of the responsibilities around the house. So they're not delegating. They're not asking for help. And as a result, they're doing everything alone, which really just leaves us resentful and bitter and and feeling like if we want to have it done or we want to have it done right, we just have to do it ourselves. And then that martyr mom comes in and she robs you of your peace and your connection and the harmony that you are to have in your home and in your family. And the third reason that moms struggle is really, it's an all-encompassing bubble over the whole thing. And it's that the way that you spend your time isn't aligned with your values and with with your priorities. Oftentimes moms come to me and they really haven't taken the time to sit down and think about, okay, what are my priorities? What are my values? So they don't even really know. Are you tired of feeling like a momster instead of a mom? Do you dread spending time with your kids instead of cherishing these precious moments? Well, have no fear. Because Ditch Mom Guilt and Cultivate a Joyful Mamahood is here. Get ready for the ultimate mom makeover. Picture this. A world where you feel fulfilled, peaceful, present, and engaged, connected, and free. It may sound too good to be true, but with the Ditch Mom Guilt and Cultivate a Joyful Mamahood, you can live this dream. Here are five reasons why this event is a must attend. One, you'll receive golden nuggets of wisdom that no one else will share for free. Discover the secret to ditching mom guilt and regret so that you can be more fulfilled and create harmony between your work life and your home life. Two, this event is hosted by none other than yours truly, Kim Macklin. You already know and admire my work, which is why you were listening to this podcast. So trust me when I say that this event is my best work yet. I'll be sharing some of my absolute best techniques and hidden secrets, and that's a really tall order. Number three, you'll get access to me 
and all of my off-the-wall idioms. My brain and my time are priceless, and you get to hang out with me and other amazing moms on the internet. Number four, this event is like a party without the booze or silly pranks. Only love, camaraderie, and solidarity because I get you. You get to hang out with some of the best people on the planets, moms who totally get you too. And who wouldn't want that, right? And number five, it's free. Yup, totally free. You don't have to spend a single dime to join us and change your life and motherhood forever. With nearly two decades of experience, I've helped countless moms create a joyful and fulfilling life. Sweet mama, don't let mom guilt weigh you down any longer. Join me and other amazing moms for Ditch Mom Guilt and cultivate a joyful mamahood so you can love being a mom no matter what season of motherhood you are in. It's all happening on July 6th at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 Pacific. See you there! what is a priority to them, what they really value, what they want to pass down to their kids. They don't know that it's out of alignment because they haven't taken the time to really sit and be still and figure it all out. I know you might be asking, how do I do that? It sounds great, but I just can't even wrap my head around that. Well, I'm gonna give you five steps that you can do right now to be able to align how you spend your time with your values and your priorities. So step number one is identify what you want to create. Number two, you are going to want to get crystal clear on what you value and what values you want to pass down to your kids and what your top priorities are. This is going to look different for every single family because every single family is different. And what I value most, you may not find as important to you. So the only way that you're really going to be able to do this is if you create the space to be able to sit down and and ask yourself those questions. Step three is to know your why. When you can know your why, it makes it so much easier to stick to a goal. So why do you want to have boundaries around your time? Is it so that you can have a date night with your husband every week? Is it so that you can have times throughout your day where you're tidying your home so that you can create more peace within your home and not have it be a chaotic mess. Just scheduling two or three five-minute tidy-up times during your day really does help to eliminate a lot of the physical or visual chaos in your house. Do you want to create boundaries around your time because there's people in your life who really are a drain to be around and you don't want to be spending as much time with them as maybe you are? 
Maybe you've been listening to this podcast and are in the Joyful Mamahood community and you realize that connected kids are cooperative kids and your why is that your kids have not been very cooperative. They don't listen. You want to stop yelling and to be able to stop yelling, you need to be less stressed out and you need to be more connected with your kids. So is creating good boundaries or healthy boundaries around your time going to be able to allow you to have that undivided, fully present, one-on-one connected time with each of your kids each day. When you know your why, it's so much easier to be able to put your phone aside to say no to the person who wants a piece of you that you don't want to give, and to create good rhythms and routines in your day so that you can maximize the 24 hours that you have in a life-giving way that breathes life into your family and takes the weight off of your shoulders. Step four is to schedule the things that are important to you on your calendar first. When we schedule tasks, events, or appointments into our calendars, they are more likely to happen. Once you make an appointment with yourself and you put these things in your calendar and you schedule them, it's much more likely for those things to actually happen. So if you prioritize a date night and that is something that you really want to make sure it happens, then you're going to want to schedule that on your calendar. You're going to want to get the babysitter because if we sit here and we say, oh, we should really have a date night this week. And your partner is like, yeah, absolutely. We totally should. We need some time without the kids. We need some time to connect. And you don't schedule it. The likelihood of that date night happening is incredibly low. But if you put it in the calendar, you book the babysitter, and you make a reservation, that date night is going to happen. Likewise, if you say, I want to spend 10 minutes of one-on-one time with each one of my kids because I know that they will feel loved and valued and appreciated and they will feel connected to me. So I will gain back time because they will feel safe to play independently and they will want to cooperate because they feel connected to me. That's all well and good, but the chances of it actually happening are pretty slim because something else is going to come up. There's always another emergency to manage, another task that needs to be managed, another fire that needs to be put out. Or you just fill that time by picking up your phone and checking your email or checking your notifications, scrolling, watching a reel. However, if you schedule that time intentionally, it's much more likely to happen. For example, I could say, After lunch each day, I am going to spend 10 minutes with X child doing what they want to do for our special time. And when you label it as special time, your kids know what to expect. They know that after lunch, you are going to give 10 minutes of your time to connect with them. And they are going to be so much more cooperative and feel so much more secure and confident in your relationship that your life will be easier. 
And step number five is to eliminate or reduce the things in your life that stand in the way of your reaching that goal. If you consistently find that chatty Aunt Betty calls at dinner time every night and you can't get dinner on the table, you are going to want to eliminate that phone call or reduce the amount of time that is spent on the phone. Maybe it is a priority for you to connect with your aunt, but dinner time every night is not a great time because it means that your dinner is on the table late, you aren't able to clean up the kitchen, you're getting kids to bed late, you come out and you either leave the kitchen a mess so that you can go to bed or you clean it up and then you get to bed late. Instead, creating a boundary around the time in which you talk to your Aunt Betty means that you get to get dinner on the table at a reasonable hour. It means that you get to clean up after dinner and put your kids to bed on time. And then you can relax because when our kids go to bed at night, that is sacred time, mama. That is your time. That time should not be spent cleaning the house, folding the laundry, tending to all the things that you didn't get done during the day. Instead, it can be a time where you relax, you chill out, you connect with yourself, you connect with your partner. You deserve to care for yourself. You deserve to relax. You deserve to feel fulfilled and accomplished at the end of the day. Creating an awareness around how you're spending your time and asking yourself the question, is how I'm spending my time aligned with what I really value and what my top priorities are? If the answer is no, it's time to create a boundary. Again, if you need help learning how to make time for everything that is a priority for you, go grab my Take Back Your Time workshop It is such a valuable opportunity to learn how to make time for everything that is important to you. And I even walk several moms through creating a schedule that works for their unique family. And you get examples of different moms' schedules. You get an example of what my routine and what my rhythms look like so that you can create rhythms and routines that successfully and effectively work for you and your unique family. You can also check out episode 21 of this podcast, tips on how to maximize your time to get your tasks done. As always, thank you so much for listening. It is such a pleasure to be able to serve you in this way, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, Mama. Before you go, did you know that there is a community specifically for Joyful Mamahood listeners? That's right. Even though this episode is over, we don't have to say goodbye just yet. Grab a friend and follow the link to the Joyful Mamahood community in the show notes for deeper conversations around today's episode and to connect with other mamas in the hood. Thanks for listening to the Joyful Mamahood podcast with your host, Kim Macklin. If you loved this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and take a moment to review it on iTunes. Your review helps other mamas find this podcast and lets me know that you are loving what you hear. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, and share it on your socials. Now get out there and create your own joyful mamahood.